Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. We're going to be talking a little betting. By the way, primetime NFL games from Westwood One are available live for free right here on KFH and the Odyssey app. You can always tune into KFH tonight for Thursday Night Football. The Saints in California to take on uh, the Rams. Simply download the Odyssey app and search for KFH at kickoff. By the way, that game tonight, you'll want to search for KNSS because of uh, the Shocker K-State game, that game will get moved over to KNSS. Saints-Rams out in L.A. I'm actually looking forward to that game. We'll get into it uh, with Chelsea Messenger here in just a few minutes as Jad gets her connected and we roll through this. Uh, it is Thursday, and we actually get a Thursday night game that's good. I'm, I, I think this is a good game tonight. Uh, and then Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And it's not just one game Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Like, it's all NFL all weekend long. Um, and, and it should be, uh, well, you'll have plenty of opportunities for good games, including tonight. All right, let's welcome in our pal Chelsea messenger to the show on the line is the host of the daily tip and odyssey sports betting insider, Chelsea messenger insider calls are presented by bet MGM. Go check out all of the latest lines today on the bet MGM app. Also be sure to check out the daily tip podcast for more of Chelsea messenger analysis. Just search BetMGM wherever you find your podcasts. All right. Welcome in, Chelsea. Glad to have you back this week. How are you? Yeah, doing well. We have a whole host of games to bet on this weekend. So if you don't want to spend time with your family, uh, we have three NFL games and five NBA games. That's just uh... That's a that's a big weekend. All right, let's look. Let's start it tonight. We uh, on Monday it was looking at we were talking about the Rams and it was like, man, the Rams are probably better than we think they are. They may be, you know, a fun like absolute long shot play now that they're healthy at making some noise in the postseason. And it was like, when do they play next? Looked ahead. It was Thursday night against the Saints. They're minus four. For me, it was an immediate. Oh, I'm all over the Rams minus four. What do you think about this game tonight? Yeah, the public's all over the Rams as well. Uh, believe we're oh, 70% of the money on the Rams because I feel like everybody's been very underwhelmed with what we've seen from the Saints. They are 7-7, seven and seven, which doesn't sound that bad until you realize they had the easiest schedule in the entire NFL going into the season. So I'm trying to look at like a good win for the Saints this year. And it's hard to find them because, yeah, their defense is posting good numbers, but they're playing the Giants. 
they're playing in the NFC South, what they where they get to play the Panthers. They're playing the Falcons, you know. So it's just they have had the easiest schedule in the NFL, which makes it a little tough when you look at the metrics because their defense does look good on paper. But again, who have they played? If you remember last week, the Rams were one of my best bets of the week because exactly what you've been saying. The Rams have been under the radar, but slowly putting together one of the better offenses in the league, scoring at least 28 points in four straight games. This is a tough matchup for the passing game, at least on paper. The Saints secondary is pretty solid, at least when it comes to the numbers. I'd be with you, but I do think you have to remember that it almost feels like one of those games where it makes too much sense for the Rams to win this game. I would say if this game was in New Orleans, maybe I would really like the Saints, but I think I'm with you on the Rams, but something feels a little off. You know, it seems like Derek Carr is one injury away from like a body cast. I mean, the guy has been just banged up all season long. Is it too risky of a play to do anything with Derek Carr? I know on the other side, you just talked about the Saints secondary and how it might be a tough passing night for Matthew Stafford. But is it a good idea to stay away from Derek Carr too? He has been so inconsistent. I'm not completely sure. Like if it comes to props or do you mean just his general, like how well he does? Yeah, just props, like player props with him. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, This Rams defense has been middle of the pack. There is one prop that I am looking at that it goes completely against the matchup, but I think the opportunity will be there because this is one of the lowest numbers we have gotten on Alvin Kamara all season long. It's 29 and a half for his receiving prop. The thing is Alvin Kamara is not your average run of the mill running back. He gets targets like a receiver. He has gotten 14 targets in two games this year. He's gotten seven. He's gotten eight uh, targets in some of these games. So 29 and a half seems like a very gettable number that even though the Rams have been very good at stopping pass catching running backs, there have been running backs who have gotten this number. Uh, you look at the Eagles, DeAndre Swift got this number. So maybe you're buying low on Alvin Kamara here. I do like that at 29 and a half. He has hit this number in nine of 11 games this year. Yeah, and, and we know that Carr will dump it off if he needs to. I, I, I'm i with you on that. Um, all right, so Saturday, Chelsea, and we can just take this like chunk by chunk since we get that this week. Bengals-Steelers, uh, pretty good-looking matchup there, pretty impactful matchup there. And then Bills-Chargers is is a dud game, but maybe there are opportunities as we look to Saturday. What do we think of these games? Yeah, let's start with the Steelers game. The matchup-based play here is Pat Fryermuth, the starting tight end for the Pittsburgh Steelers, just based on the the Bengals being especially generous to opposing tight ends. Uh, they're giving up the most receiving yards to opposing tight ends of any team in the NFL. I believe his number is around 25. I think this is a gettable number, but the sabotage factor is we're not sure who's playing quarterback. I think that's why the number is so low. Uh, Pat Frymer's also popped up on the injury report a little bit this week, but still the matchup is so good. You got to look at that one first. Yeah. You know, you mentioned the the quarterback situation with Pittsburgh and it, it sounds like Mason Rudolph may be the guy this weekend for the Steelers. And, and I'm a little confused about the line. I know it's in Pittsburgh, but I mean, I just feel like with what Jake Browning has done at quarterback for the Bengals over the last couple of weeks, the line should be a little bit bigger, especially if the Bengals are are facing Mason Rudolph. Am I off in that thinking? 
One would think, but you've also got to remember that this is an ASC North matchup. I feel like these divisional matchups are the toughest to predict of any division in all football because even when a team's at their worst, I don't think anybody is shocked when, like, even when the Steelers are at their worst, I feel like any game against the Ravens, they're live dogs, and it doesn't even matter who's playing quarterback. So I think it's just a matter of the division being a tough one and a low total game at 37. Maybe people are expecting some kind of regression from Jake Browning as well because the last time he played the Steelers, it wasn't a good game from him. I'm trying to pull up the stats in front of me right now, but I'm pretty sure his first start uh, with the Bengals was against the Steelers. And it wasn't necessarily a great game from him. Yeah, uh, 19 of 26, 227 yards, a touchdown and a pick, and sacked four times. So maybe that's your uh, X factor there, because last time it was a 16-10 loss by the Bengals when they played the Steelers, and Jake Browning was the quarterback. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I've kind of been in on Browning. I, this will be curious. I don't. I, I know that at least T. Higgins was out at that point, and you know since he's had his full complement. Of receiver, but but it's like the Tomlin thing with the Steelers. Like you never know when they're just going to come out and be awesome or lay an egg. And you know, quarterback matters, I suppose. All right, Bills Chargers. It's a twelve point road spread for the Bills. That actually doesn't seem too bad. And I don't. It's I don't even think it's recency bias with the Chargers. Of course, they were blown out the way they are. They were. It's just how how well the Bills have been playing and how depleted the Chargers are right now. Do you mess with the road line that big at all? I don't think so. I do think that the Bills are a team to keep your eye on when it comes to the futures market. Uh, trying to pull this up right now, but I know they were plus money to win the AFC East not that long ago. I'm not sure if these odds are still on the board, but still, doesn't it feel like the Bills are that team in the AFC that's just getting hot at the right time? Yeah, the Bills 2-1 to one to win the AFC East right now. And I know the Dolphins kind of have to, you know, pee the bed a little bit, but still, the final game of the year – is a head-to-head matchup between the Bills and the Dolphins. Bills already beat the Dolphins once. It was not close. And it just feels like the Bills are trending in the right direction. I think that's the bet that I would rather make as opposed to laying that many points on the road against a Chargers team that, yes, looks terrible, but we've seen crazier things in the NFL. It would not shock me if they at least looked mediocre. So Bills 2-1 to one to win the AFC East, kind of like that bet. Quite a few Christmas Eve matchups, Chelsea. I want to jump ahead to one of the big ones uh, on Sunday, the Cowboys at the Dolphins. And you mentioned the Bills and getting hot at the right time. They demolished the Cowboys a week ago. But the Dolphins demolished the Jets as well. This is right now a one-and-a-half-point line, one-and-a-half-point spread uh, in favor of the Dolphins. Are you concerned at all about what you saw out of the Cowboys a week ago? And do you think there is a chance they can bounce back against the Jets and be able to cover this? Well, here's the stat that you need to know about the Cowboys in this situation. The Cowboys 12-1 and against the spread, coming off a loss since 2020. That feels like a pretty impressive metric. And I'm not sure why this is. Maybe because it's such a publicly talked about team that – when the Cowboys lose, it feels like the sky is falling, you know, and the narrative changes, you know, drastically. But still, the Cowboys have been good in this spot. When they're coming off a loss, they are very good at regrouping, and that's not a small sample size. That's since 2020. So I do like the Cowboys here. The Dolphins kind of feel like they're falling apart at the seams. They have a ton of injuries on the offensive line, 
which I don't think bodes well going against Micah Parsons and company. So I kind of like the Cowboys there. It's not my best bet of the week, but if I had to pick a side, it would be the boys. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Buffalo, Josh Allen didn't even throw for 100 yards as Buffalo dismantles mm-hmm. them. We know Miami can run the ball. The Cowboys, but the Cowboys going in had the best run defense in football. So they've, they've definitely got a chip on their shoulder there. Anything else from the Christmas Eve slate, Chelsea, uh, that we need to know about before we look ahead to Christmas Day? Yeah, let me make sure the days on some of these. Because, you know, you look at the slate and you're not sure what day some of these I, take, I, uh, I, place. Especially this but, one. Uh, some of my favorite bets of the week, so let's just go that. Okay, this game's on New Year's, or excuse me, Christmas Eve. I think this is a great buy-low spot on the Green Bay Packers this week. Laying four and a half on the road at the Panthers, who, yes, are coming off their second win this season against the Falcons. I think this is a great sell-high spot on the worst team in the league and a great buy-low spot on a Packers team that still is fully capable of beating bad teams by at least five points. So I think that's the the buy low spot on the Packers. Also, speaking of buy low, I think we're looking at that same situation with the Cardinals and Bears. I'll take the four points with the Cardinals uh, against the Bears. I don't think the Bears should be four-point favorites. They have been playing much better. Really liked them in a teaser last week. And, you know, the defense at least is playing with some motivation. But still, this is a feisty Cardinals squad that should have covered against the Texans when they had C.J. Stroud. So it's a team that not a lot of people are talking about. I'll take the four points with the Cardinals. Well, definitely, right, let- um, I just want to throw out there another game on uh, on Christmas Day that I know we're going to jump ahead and talk about. The game of the weekend, obviously, the Ravens and the Niners. Right now, the Ravens are five-point home – or no, the Niners are five-point home favorites on Christmas Day uh, in San Francisco. It's a big-time matchup. I, I know a lot of people are talking about this could be a Super Bowl preview your thoughts on this game? Do you think that the the uh, Niners run away, or can the Ravens keep the Niners in check? Here's the, the other stat that you're going to hear all week long, and that is Lamar Jackson facing teams in the NFC. He has been very good. 19-1 and against the spread against teams in the NFC in his last 20 starts in that scenario. I'm not sure why this is, but he has been cash money against teams from the opposing conference. I know the Niners are head and shoulders above everybody in the NFC, so maybe it's a different animal. Uh, but still, I would lean towards the points here, and that's where the line is going. This line was 5.5 earlier in the week. It's down to 4.5 now at Ben MGM. So clearly we're seeing some money, money come in on the Ravens. And it also feels like a team that's been not talked about as much as you would think for a team that's an 11-3 and squad that has a former MVP at quarterback. So... It uh, feels like a Ravens team that is probably getting a little bit more points than maybe they need. I am not calling for an outright win here, but I do think that the Ravens can keep it somewhat close here. So I'll take the Ravens plus five if you can still get a, get that five. Boy, that's an interesting one. All right, let's jump uh, to the Chiefs here. Raiders, the Chiefs finally sort of answer the call in a way. It's a 10-point line against the Raiders. They've already covered that number on the road this year. Do we overthink this one, or do we simplify it and just say that the Chiefs are more than 10 points better than the Raiders? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. 
Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. I don't have this trend in front of me, but doesn't it feel like the Chiefs in divisional matchups, with the exception of maybe the Chargers a couple of seasons ago, have been really good? Uh, I know yep. they lost to the Broncos this season, but usually it's an absolute beatdown when they are facing the lesser teams within their division. So I would lean towards uh, laying the points with Kansas City, but I'm never feeling comfortable laying that big of a number. But still, in divisional matchups, usually feels like the Chiefs beat the brakes off some of the worst teams in their division. Yeah, I, I think so. I think this might be a smash spot for the Chiefs. All right, you mentioned your best bets. What are some of your favorites this week that we haven't hit on? All right, so going back to Thursday night football tonight, we're going to go with Kyron Williams, the running back for the Rams, over 89.5 rushing yards. It seems like a really high number, but you've got to remember, he has been crushing it for the Rams. Uh, in the last five games, he's averaging over 90 yards per game, and he's done this against some of the best run defenses in the NFL. He has done this against the Ravens and the Browns. And then you look at the Saints defense, who is decent, but still not great against the run, middle of the pack. So Kyron Williams, I think he gets the ball uh, quite a bit tonight, especially if you believe in the game script that the Rams are going to be winning this game like this line reflects. He's had back-to-back games over the century mark, so let's do that. Uh, we'll go Kyron Williams over his rushing prop of 89-and-a-half. All right. Uh, I like it. I'm with you. I've got him on one of my fantasy playoff teams, so I appreciate the good karma there as well, as I know folks are trying to win a little money that way too. Chelsea, we appreciate it. Have a Merry Christmas. Uh, We'll talk to you before the new year, so we'll wish you a Happy New Year at that point. But Merry Christmas. We appreciate it. Always appreciate the insight to help us try to make a little money. Yeah, thanks for having me. That was the host of the Daily Tip and the Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, Chelsea Messenger. Insider calls presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. A lot of good stuff there. Uh, A very interesting matchup tonight. We can get into that throughout the show. We'll have a uh, Wichita State, K-State look-ahead preview. All kinds of good stuff. Our K-State Insider, Tim Fitzgerald, joining us uh, a little bit later at the top of the hour. We'll come back. More Sports Daily coming at you right after this. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.